Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. I want to share something that many people will probably find shocking, and I don't care if you're a martial artist or not. It's about Bruce Lee. Everybody knows Bruce Lee, you know, an icon, one of the biggest names of our time. I mean, Bruce Lee, he's the pinnacle. He's the guy that got so many people interested in martial arts in the first place all through the 70s. Even after he was gone, he was the inspiration for a lot of people. But Bruce Lee never had any kind of ranking in any style of martial arts. Eye-opening, right? I mean, here's the guy. Tim, here's the guy I think everyone would unanimously agree, probably the most dynamic, the most accomplished martial artist to ever live. And in martial arts, a field, an industry, whatever you want to call it, a lifestyle where typically the gold standard is what kind of belt they have, what accreditations they have. Yet he had none or at least on the surface, he had none. He trained for himself. He trained for the internal, as we like to call it, as opposed to the external. I'm thinking, hmm, I know he studied in Wing Chun. I know extensive in Chinese boxing and Kung Fu and all different styles. But I'm thinking, I wonder what, what belt or what ranks he had. So I looked it up one day. And he never was ranked. He never got a single black belt in any style. Yet, as you know, he studied dozens. And then, of course, he came up with his own philosophy and his own style, Jeet Kune Do. But, Tim, that makes me think about, you know, a means to an end just helps you achieve what you want, although it might not be valued or important itself. Does that make sense? I'm talking like a diploma or a degree, or like a certificate to something. That's just a means to an end that proves, according to the structure that it's set up under, that you supposedly achieved what you needed to do. It does. And it comes back to one of our earlier episodes called CEE, um, Commit, Execute, and Evaluate. Bruce Lee's a perfect example of that. And many others are too. I mean, you have to get a certain education in certain professions to be able to pull it off. I mean, look at be a doctor or a lawyer to read law. Um, and I can go on and on and on, but there are certain things that innately, if you're gifted enough and you have the grit and the willpower, you can develop it through your own craft and skill by training in other styles and then developing these styles into your own. I did it. I did it myself. And, I wasn't really, it didn't have a lot of depth when I started. I was only basically a first degree in Taekwondo. But there's a, there's a yearning in your gut that says there's more out there. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's more that I can learn. There's more I can do. And I think that's one of the reasons why he dabbled in so many different styles. He was one of the first ones to break away from saying, hey, you got to stay in this system because this is the way we do things. You can't go over on the other side and try that. That's against the rules. We don't like that. He was one of the first ones to do it. Man, he sold me. When I saw his movement, his poetry in motion, and a lot of people are going to agree with this, it went across that screen and went into my eyes and my face. And it filled me up with, wow, I want that, man. I, whatever he's doing, I want to chase. And that caught my attention in the early 70s. 
And I never, ever gave it up. And a lot of that inspiration was from him mm-hmm. to be able to create an eclectic system that would develop into a reality-based system that would actually work. Now, did I hit it right, right away? No. I think the difference between um, my lifetime and his is I've lived twice as long as he has. This could apply to so much. Your motives, your goals, your priorities in your life. Are you ultimately doing something just to achieve a goal, just to get that certificate, that degree, that diploma? And again, you said it, obviously, if you're a doctor, a lawyer, you know, you can't perform law, you can't do surgery. You need that in certain areas, in certain fields. There's people that come to your school for many different reasons. A lot, yes. They want to get a black belt, and that's great. But the color belt means nothing if you don't have the substance behind it, as you always say, creating character, developing your character, obviously the self-defense, the philosophy, the mindset, the mental fortitude, and the physical fitness, all of that. If you don't have that, I mean, you could give somebody a black belt tied around their waist in week number two, but it means nothing if there's no substance behind it. You're, you're absolutely right. And Listen, nobody gets a certificate or goes to school to be a parent. Nobody gets a certificate to go to school to be a mother or father. You can get either stuck in your old ways and your bad ways and be a bad parent, or you can learn by observing and watching, correcting and adjusting. You know, that's why they say sometimes grandparents are much better parents than parents because they live longer. They've seen the mistakes they've made. And, you know, it's so true. Nobody gets a certificate to be a dog or a pet or a cat owner. Nobody. And that's why there's so much abuse out there with animals. We are dealing with living things here, animals and people. In the martial arts, it's, you're dealing with the destruction and violence, and you're dealing with anger. So many times people will come into the dojo. I don't know the makeup of that individual. I don't know where they came from. And sooner or later, you can see where their ego is. Sooner or later, you can see what their mindset is. But if they're there for the right reasons, they will emulate. They will watch. They will think. They will observe. And if it doesn't work, if my style wouldn't work, if it, if it wouldn't have the right mechanics, and the right movement and the right understanding of distance and timing and speed, it would have failed me a long time ago. I wouldn't still be here. And that's exactly what Bruce Lee experienced. And that's exactly what a lot of musicians and artists experience in their work. They didn't go to school. There's so many of them. We could read out a, a, a list of 100 people, 1,000 people that became so well-known in poetry and writing and music that had gifts innately. Um, and it just, it, it still spins around in, the, in our ears and our eyes. So if you have it, you just know you do. Ultimately, what it comes down to, are you doing something for the external or the internal? Are you doing it because it's what you're supposed to do according to society and culture? The answer to this will determine where your energy is focused. And if you're living the life you want or the, the life others tell you that you want, Again, internal or external, I think we all need to decide because if you don't decide, it will be decided for you. You're going to be living the life that externally others place in front of you. It won't be yours. Bruce Lee, I can tell you, he was driven, propelled internally by his desires inside, nothing outside. He couldn't care less about external forces. That I can assure you. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com.
This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.